welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast where I help women who have a tough decision to make to connect to the inner wisdom of their body, find their own answers, and move forward. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Abby. Today, I have Tara McCrory here with me. Hello, Tara. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on. Um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what you do, who you are, all that good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, who am I and what do I do? Well, I am a, what I call clarity coach and certified, um, energy practitioner. So I am certified in a variety of energy healing modalities as well as the Akashic records. And I have combined all of that to basically assist people in gaining clarity access to their intuition, learning tools and techniques to connect to their intuition. And I do that through the Akashic Records, through Akashic Records sessions, coaching, um, and teaching people how to tune in using the pendulum, one of my favorite tools. So that's what I do in a nutshell. Um, Is there like a specific type of people you help or like a specific kind of people that tend to come towards you? Uh, that's such a good question because you know, when you're starting your business, everyone's like, you need a niche, you need a niche. Yeah. Um, and I really tried to get a niche and I will say that that didn't work out so well <laughs> because it's really the ready and the willing. It's like people come to a certain space and place and then they come and they happen to find me. Um, I have a bunch of different sessions and different offerings that really help people at different stages of their sort of awakening journey. I might even call it connection journey, like understanding how their own intuition works or even where they want clarity. Some people come because they want um, information and clarity and next steps on what to do in their career and their purpose. And do I leave my job? And others come for more simplified means. Um, But I'm going to say like, I have men, I have women, I have all age groups. Um, Typically, they are over 30 for the most part, but it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, lately, I've had a lot of people come forward because they want to do more ancestral trauma healing. Um, and I've been really grateful to be able to facilitate that for them. But it's actually kind of one of my challenges because I would love to speak to a niche. I just, um, I share what I'm guided to share and I let those who need to come, come. Mm -hmm. And you know what this is? I'm glad we're talking about this right out the gate. Wasn't expecting (laughs) this, but this is something I coach on a lot because I like you hate the way that the coaching industry is about Mm -hmm. niching. And I think there's such a heavy focus on like the ideal client avatar. How old are they? What do they look like? Are they men or women? Would really like none of that fucking matters, but there probably is a niche within who you're helping that you maybe aren't even seeing because you're so tied up in this ideal client avatar. So it's like, what do all these people have in common? It doesn't need to be their age or gender or like all these irrelevant things, but it's like, like you even said, the ready and the willing. So like it's people who are ready for whatever it is. I don't know. Cause yeah, it's, it typically is people who are ready for their next step who like, know they've kind of got this self-imposed glass ceiling. They, if they know they're stuck, they can't, um, verbalize what they're stuck about. They can't maybe pinpoint like, or they think it's one limiting belief. That's actually a really good point. So people come to me and say, I've got this money block, for example. 
And then I'll go into the energy and I'll start doing some work. And I'm like, eh, actually, <laughs> it's not that you have a money block. It's that in your energy field from three lifetimes ago, there's X, Y, Z. There's a vow that was made against you or with you, or there's unfinished business, or there's a, there's a broken promise that keeps looping. So I really go in and dive deep that way. Uh, yeah. And, and when I say ready and willing, I mean, people that are yeah ready to go through their self-imposed glass ceilings or, and willing to connect to themselves. Like a lot of how I like to work is okay. Yes or no, you tell me and work with the person. So they have to be sort of open-minded enough to tune in for themselves. Um, because I make it a point to guide. I like to guide versus I'm not going to tell you what's coming through. I will tell you what's coming through, but then I want to guide you to your own decision-making process so that you mm. can your next step, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm almost hearing in that, um, that you work with people who already have some spiritual, like they're not brand new to the spiritual realm. They're maybe already doing some work, but there's something missing and they can't quite put their finger on it. And it's because it's some old, right. Ancient history that they, it's not conscious for them in this lifetime. Um, and I always feel like that's what you need to speak to. It's like, do you feel stuck, but you don't even know why, like you couldn't even put a word to it because it's not really even yours here in this. And and, and that's why it actually makes it so hard to even talk about what I do in my work um, or how I do it. I had a client this morning, actually, and I was like, so I, I found something in your sacral. And he was like, my what? So that's exactly it, right? He's like, I just knew I had to book a session. I just knew I had to come. I don't even know. I can't even explain it. So it's exactly what you're saying. He can't explain it. He knows that he's stuck somewhere. And then that's good recognition for me to understand like, Hey, not everyone knows what a sacral chakra is. Not everyone knows that this would be a blocked energy. So, okay. How do I explain this differently to him? And I'm like, your gut, there's something stuck in your gut. So when you're looking for a gut feel or a gut answer, or you're looking to follow your gut, it's really hard for you. And all of a sudden he's like, Oh, okay. So that's exactly it. It's like, how do you speak about something that we don't even know how to talk about really, or how to conceptualize, or a lot of it is people come to me with decontextualized elements, trapped emotions, uh, limiting beliefs, programming, and it's, they know it because it's repeating in their current life. They're having a situation or they're feeling like they're up against something or they're stuck or they're overwhelmed, but they are feeling like, Hey, I'm doing the work. I'm not getting past the barrier. So what's up with that? And that's when I come through. That's where you come in. Yeah. Yeah. That's your niche, right? Right. That's the niche right there. Um, and we get so stuck on like, Oh, a woman in their thirties who own business, which it's like, it's not that at all. Um, and I almost feel like if you were to speak to that, like, and maybe use some of your clients words, which is like a big advice I always give to everybody is like, talk to your clients, get a few of them on the phone and just ask them, what do you, you know, what did I help you with? How are you feeling when you first met me? Blah, blah, blah. Why did you know you needed to book with me? All those kinds of questions and write down what they say. And you'll start to notice they say similar things. And that's your marketing. Like that's, that's what you then need to show up on social media and say, are you feeling this? Mm -hmm. Then I'm the person that you need to work with, you know? Um, 
And even if you don't know why, I feel like that's like, you might not know why and you would just feel drawn to work with me. And that's like, that's, that's your inner guidance telling you to book a session. Like, that's it. That's yeah. Sales. I mean, it's, that's so true. And I'm like already sitting here going, okay, I'm going to call these five people. And I do have to remind myself, like I sometimes will go through testimonial forms just because I ask a lot of questions and feedback forms. And I do like, man, there's some nuggets in there that I forget about. And so I keep all of them and I go through them and I'm like, oh yeah, boom. That's a great way to say that. Oh, boom. That's a great way to, you know, communicate that. And I really like to, especially when I'm doing my marketing, which I, I prefer to call outreach because marketing makes me like, kind of feel like I'm going to vomit a little bit. Um, But (laughs) when I do my outreach, I do like to say like, are you feeling this way? Are you stuck? Are you unable to verbalize what you're stuck about? Because I, again, that's my guiding nature. That's just something that I like to do. I, I want people to feel comfortable coming to me and, and working with me because they feel it's the best decision for them. So the point, Abby, I'm on it already. <laughs> yeah, I know we got to that fast. And it's like, if, if they're resonating with the words in your outreach, we'll call it marketing. <laughs> if they're hearing the word and they're like that, Oh my God, that's me. That's exactly how I feel. How she know? like th- by the time they get on the phone with you, they're like, yes, I, I know. Yeah. I already know she's going to be the person to help me. Yeah. And I will say that, like, honestly, the majority of my business comes from referrals from other people. Fourth uh, line, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's always like, uh, and I love it. And I appreciate each and every person. And I have a lot of gratitude for, for that. And it's just, for me, it feels really good to know that I helped someone that much or get to that point where they feel really safe and comfortable to recommend something that sometimes you can't talk about you or you can't verbalize like, Ooh, what's energy work and how did this work for me? And Oh, what's the Akashic records and blah, 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 blah. And they go and they, they recommend, you know, um, other people. And, and, and so for me, it's like, I, I really have to remember when I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself for marketing and outreach that, Hey, actually, um, sometimes when you do more collaborative efforts or collaborative efforts for me have paid off in the long run, then, um, more like, I don't know, single posting type things on. Yeah, totally. And to catch everybody else up to speed, she is a four, six mental projector, um, with like lots and lots of open centers, right. Which is usually the case with mental projectors, but lots and lots of open centers. So you don't really have a lot of energy would be my guess. You don't really have a lot of motors to rely on. Um, and you're a fourth line. So the easiest way to get people to you is going to through, through your network. It's going to be through referrals, through coming onto other people's podcasts, doing collaboratives, lives with other people. Um, even like, so you found me through Allie. And like, even that was a very fourth line thing. Like I found Allie, Allie came on the podcast and then you found me through yeah. Allie. Like we're both fourth lines. That's such a fourth line situation to happen yeah. to us. Um, so leaning into that a little bit more, have you started to try to lean into that four and see how you can outreach in that way? What has stumped, no, because I will say what has stumped me a lot about that. And I, I, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to him like, okay, hold on. You're recognizing that you've pivoted is that, um, well, obviously we're sitting in a pandemic for a year. Um, and where I live 
is Toronto in Canada. And we've been on a very serious lockdown, a stay at home order, like for a very long time. So I will say that in my own reflection, I understood that it was actually affecting my energy, having a lot of open centers and pulling energy as well. And not all of a sudden having that because I'm at home alone. Working yeah. Do you live alone? I live alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So I live alone. I'm, I'm alone all the time. And all of a sudden recognizing like, whoa, I need some of those energy centers filled. Um, because prior to that, you know, I would just go to like a co-working space or my local Starbucks for a few hours. And it, I didn't need to talk to anybody, but I certainly could feel the energy and pull energy and get excited and, and get a lot more work done. So having that go for the length of time, we're on 300 plus days here is a big deal. And then recognizing like, Hey, I'm still outreaching and I'm still pivoting. I will say that it's at a speed that is asking me to exercise patience (laughs) is a good way to put it. Um, because yeah, I would love to like do more and be more and be in all places, but it is exactly that. It's that, um, I've done a few podcasts with other people. I've done lives. I love doing lives. Even if it's just me going on my own Instagram and doing a live and being like, Hey, ask me a question. Here I am. I love doing that. It pulls a lot of energy in for me. And I keep reminding myself that, Hey, whoa, when you're in a little bit of a speed bump mode, Tara, that's your cue to go do a live. Even if it's just like card pulls, just because it's fun. And we're going to go pull some Oracle cards for people or, I'm going to go on, you know, this person who's doing a live Instagram series thing. I'm totally not tied to the outcome, but it does definitely give me fire. I I like will always leave the Instagram or whatever means it is and be on cloud nine. Like I'll be super energized. And that's when it's a good time to tackle my to-do list. Yeah. And so how often are you doing that? Um, I'm going to say not often enough. I'm going to say, only, well, I figured yeah, you were going to say, yeah, not often. No, not often enough. And, and you know what? I will say that my, my internal dialogue and my, my own struggle has been, but where do I find these people? Like, how do I reach out to these people? That's my own, um, self doubt too. Right. Like I'm sitting there going, she's not going to want to have me on my podcast on her podcast. Like who cares? Right. People have, I have invitations. Like people have been saying to me, here's a list of podcasts. Just reach out to them. Just, you know, here's a list of da-da-da. Just reach out to them. Um, and I've just recently worked through what I'm going to say, understanding what are good invitations or what are the right invitations and what are the wrong invitations. Because some people have just been like, hey, this is great. I thought of you. And I realized, like, um, they mean well, but that's not in alignment right now. I'll table that. For example, a really amazing friend of mine's like, here's, I think you should make a quiz. You should put a quiz on your website. It's a great tool. And I was like, yeah, okay. I, under, I, it is a great tool. It could be a great tool, but I had to write her back and say, you know, thanks for thinking of me. I feel like it would be sort of a waste of my energy at this point in time. I want, you know, if I'm going to do a quiz, I want it to lead them to, to really valuable pieces of information. And right now I feel like it's a little disconnected to be able to do that. Mm. Um, so that's what I mean by discerning good and not so good invitations. Yeah. Which I was just talking about with one of my projector clients this morning is like, it's so important for us to be discerning. We don't have that much energy, especially you, you've got less energy probably in your charts than I do. And, um, we have to be discerning. We have to look for that yes or no in our body. Or I actually just recently took a, a course 
from a friend, like a workshop where she taught us how to use the pendulum. And I did it for a decision I had to make. And it was really cool. Cause I'm like, all right, there was a, like a, a, it definitely gave me a hard yes. Yeah. Um, so being really discerning, cause not every invitation is meant for us. Nope. And I feel like turning down those invitations is often what then sends you the correct invitations. It's like that note to the universe of like, no, that's not what I want. So can I make space, say no to it, set the boundary and allow more things to come in? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, to answer your question, how often am I doing lives? I was like, oh, um, I mean to say like I do them once a month and maybe maybe twice a month, but they'd be at the beginning or the end of the month because they do provide a good influx. Like I love to do them. Um, I go on my own page live whenever I feel the, the inkling, but it's like, Oh, Tara, here you go. Or, um, you know, there was a point in time, maybe two weeks ago where I was just feeling a lot of energy and I was like, I'm just going to go on live and do an energy clearing. And then anyone that wants to come on, will come on. Um, so it certainly is when I'm feeling guided to, I know that the collaborative ones, those are, you know, I always put it out to the universe. I'm like, I'm looking for these opportunities. This is what I want to experience. This is how I want to show up um, and let them come. But I will say that I would like them to happen more often than they are. So, and so and I think this is a common misconception too, about us projectors is like that. We just have to sit around and wait. And I have a coach who's always like, fuck the invitation, make your own invitation. She like, doesn't, she's not into it at all. And while I do think that there is an energetic where we have to have that like openness, it doesn't mean we can't reach out to people about collaborations or, or, or even just like something I found with my own fourth line projectorness is like, if I find someone's work, even if it's not related to what I do, or like, I just start engaging with them. Like naturally, it's not even like with an intent, like yeah. I'm not attached to it turning to anything, but like, I'll just start like engaging with their content. Like I like their stuff. So I'm just curious. And a few, like, that has actually turned to a few things for me. Um, and I'm, I'm leaning into that a lot more now. So when I come across someone that I'm just like drawn to, I'm like, Oh, well, I'll just strike up a conversation or start engaging with their stories or whatever. And see then later on down the line, if it's like, Oh, I think we could collaborate on something. I'll reach out. Yeah. 100%. I actually just did this course. Um, I didn't quite finish it yet, but I started this course called marketing for projectors. And I'm not even sure who put it out there, but she said this one thing. And I realized I'm like, Oh, that's the only thing I needed to know for right now, where she was talking about, listen, yeah, we need an invitation, but this group and this group are waiting for things to respond to. And that's next percent of the population. And you're waiting for an invitation. Everyone's waiting. (laughs) She's just basically like, everyone's waiting. So if you can think of it as, you get the download or you get the invitation from soul, like your soul's guidance is, Hey, this would be a cool idea. And you put out that, and then you talk about it. That's your invitation. So I really kind of switched the, my take on it for right now and just went with like, yeah, okay. This is my soul's invitation right now. And like this weekend, I just decided like, no, I'm, I'm putting up a store on my website. I'm selling my pendulums there. I'm going to turn this to evergreen. Like that's my soul's invitation and I'm going to follow it. So it really helped me sort of not only discern, but just be like, give myself permission. That's what I mean to say. It helped me give myself permission to just be like, no, 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 this is the invitation I'm looking for. I don't really need to feel into other areas right now. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And like, 
knowing that it doesn't need to be that formal invitation either. Like, I think a lot of times we're waiting around for that formal, like, hi, Abby, can I invite you to be on my podcast? And like, (laughs) that doesn't always come, you know, it's not always reasonable. It's sometimes it's just this energetic of, I know that that person's open to hearing what I'm about to say right now, or I know that that person will receive it, or I know that they won't. And it's not always easy. We don't always get it right or wrong, but like worse comes to worse. They don't message you back and the world goes on, you know? Yep. Yep. (laughs) So where we didn't really get into this because we just dove right in, but like, where are you feeling the most stuck in your business and where, yeah. Where are you feeling the most stuck? Where are you struggling the most? Hmm. I'm going to say, so the first thing that comes to me with where I'm feeling the most stuck is I feel the most stuck in literally this aspect of start stopness, start stopness. It's like, it's like a teenager learning how to drive and they're like, like really hard on the brake um, because it's like, boom, all this momentum. And then it's like, Oh, I can't like feast or famine. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can hear a pin drop three miles away. Like um, that would be it. And in, truthfully, it's like in all aspects of my business. And I, I understand, you know, things about energy, but it's like, boom, I'll get all these ideas. And I have zero hesitation putting out an idea. Like if I'm guided, if it feels good to me, I will just go, boom. Yeah. Okay. Um, like two weeks ago, I was like, you know what, Tara, just put out personal energy clearings. Just if someone wants an energy clearing from you, this is what they come from anyway. Just put it out there make it an offering and they can book it in. So I have zero qualms about going and putting it out there, but then I do it and I feel really guided by it. And it feels like it just sits there in this like ocean of vastness all of a sudden. Yep. It'll get like a breadcrumb and then. Yep. I totally can relate to the ocean of vastness. (laughs) Yeah. The way you like explain that is spot on. And I have it too, where I'm like, oh, this is such a great idea. This is awesome. And I like put it out there and someone books one. And then it's like just like chills on the back burner. And then I'm like, is this still a good idea? Do I still want to do this? Yeah. And I will ask myself all the time, like, is this still a good idea? I'm asking my guys, I'm tuning into myself. Is this still a good idea? Is this hundred percent alignment with me? And it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I keep it. I recently just made a decision to turn, change all of my pendulum classes that I do all interactively into like to just record it, Tara, put it up there, call it a day. And then, you know, I'm teaching and it's in a group setting and we're all like feeding off of each other's energies. And I can actually give them real time examples because, you know, this person's having trouble and that person's getting a yes clearly. And you can, you can actually work with everyone together. And I was like, why would I do that? Why would I make something evergreen that I like first of all, love so much doing in person because the interactiveness is what fuels it. And secondly, like if I'm sitting on the other end and I'm asking my pendulum to show me a yes, and I can get a yes and then show me a no, and I can't get an answer yet. I can't be there to say, Hey, by the way, most of the time that's because as a kid, you always heard no. So subconsciously you don't want to hear no now. Yeah. I could put that on a like troubleshooting video, but it doesn't have the same thing. So I feel kind of conflicted by some of those things. It's like I put it out there and then it's the vastness and you're like, fine, I'll, I'll change a bit. I'll, I'll do it more efficiently. I'll preserve my energy. And then, 
you just have this moment where you recognize like, I love doing it like this. I love being in front of people. Yeah, totally. And so my only question for you here, which is like kind of irrelevant, but also on topic is once you put these things out there and then like when they're not, you're getting that pressure to like, oh, maybe I need to change something. Oh, maybe I need to make it like, you're just getting that pressure. Are you actually talking about the thing after you, after you launch it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually talking about the thing after I launch it. So I, I will go on like for a solid week, two weeks, go on every time I, so I will say this is that when I do my pendulum courses, I launch, like I do them and then I give myself a break and then I come back on. So I will go back on and launch and tell people, invite people. And, but basically I'm always talking about it. And if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow me on social media, my newsletter, I'm always talking about it because it's so ingrained in me um, that it just, I will just go on and share info all the time. Like, So a great example is like my most watched reel is me ordering a pizza with my pendulum. It was just like, I was really excited about using my pendulum to order a pizza and everyone watches it. And then I'm like, yeah, if you want to figure this out and know how to tune into your intuition really quickly, get into my class. Um, So yeah, I do talk about it often. I don't just like drop it and roll. Sometimes I do, which I know is like, yeah, that's what I was asking. Because sometimes people will be like, oh, I put it up and then it doesn't sell. And I'm like, well, are you telling people it's up? Like, <laughs> yeah, like sometimes, <laughs> I don't know what I, sometimes I do that drop and roll business, but I also recognize like, hey, you didn't give it enough of a chance. Um, and a lot of the times, like I leave things up because I know that I'm going to come back around to it. Um, right now, people have been just gravitating to me. And again, this is discerning about invitations, right? And asking me like, Hey, are you doing card readings? Cause I used to do card readings all the time. It's a wonderful way for people to get into their intuition and, and see phys- like physically see and have a lexicon of things in front of them. And I'm like, no, I'm not, but that doesn't mean I won't put it in a session if that feels guided for you. Right. So it's where I have to realize like, Hey, three people came and asked you for this. Maybe you need to put it out there that you'll use that as part of the tools during your session. Right. That's, that's my cue to like, if you want to use it like, so, okay. So there's a fine line with that. Right. Because it's like, if it's not something you want to do mm-hmm. and people are reaching out, you don't just want to do it because they want it because that's icky and nobody likes to like run their business that way. But if it's something you're doing in your sessions, but you're just not booking it as a single offering or whatever, then yeah, yeah I think it's worth saying, Oh, I don't do, like I said that to people, sometimes they reach out about human design readings. I don't really do human design readings, but if you book one of my other offerings, I'm going to read your chart and we're going to talk about your chart. I just, right. I don't really offer a read. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's like, I'm not going to do a one hour card pull for you, but I will go into the Akashic records and I will do all this other too, and I will use cards in it, but exactly. So it's one of those things where you're like, okay, well, hold on this seems to be some kind of dot connector for people. They're looking for this and they don't recognize that that connection point exists within your current offering. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's an important, like, no, you know, make sure that that's clear in your, on your website or wherever that that is part that, that you have many tools that you Mm -hmm. might use under. So do you have a lot of different offerings? No. Or is it just kind of like you book a session and I do whatever I'm guided to do for you during that session? Pretty much. More that second way. Yeah. It's more that second way. I I used to have a lot of offerings. Trust me. I was like, oh, 
problem. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't have any problem just dropping off things to try. Um, and then I just recognized that I tried it and there were things that I really didn't like. So it's basically, um, Akashic records, intuitive guidance sessions, which 90 minutes is my most popular one. Um, mentorship, which people only come through mentorship for me because I've already done a session of some sort. So that is not something that I even, there's a very small area on my website that you can find it, but most people want to experience your energy. They want to see your talents before they get into it. Um, so it's sessions, it's energy clearings and mentorship and pendulum classes. Those are my, my, um, like suite of offerings. Yeah. How do you like doing the mentorship? And then I assume the mentorship's more like, I do that with people too, like a 12 week container of whatever is, yes. do you like doing those or do you prefer the single sessions? I love doing the mentorship aspects of things because it's really about that person up leveling and understanding their own energy and understanding how they get yes or no's and becoming confident in their own decision-making process. I love it. And I've had mainly actually people that come for mentorship are coaches or healers of some sort um, that want to use more intuitive tools to help them build their business. And so, yeah, I mean, I love every single aspect of it. It is so much fun because it's different because each person is different. They're all in a different space and place. And, and you so get to get really deep with people when you're in a container totally. like that, as opposed to just a single session. Totally. And I mean, I feel that from my personal perspective, like I give so much more in a mentorship because I'm telling them like, this has been my personal experience. This is how I use this for myself day in and day out. This is how I got to this place because I made these 10 mistakes and you can already recognize that you made those four. So let's, let's jump over the next six and let's get you to this point kind of thing. Right. Um, so yeah, you, you can go deeper. You can really just the impact you can make is, is so much greater. I find I don't get me wrong. I love doing my readings and I love doing my sessions. And I often get like people say to me after, so they're like, so now what? And I'm like, well, um, I'm not going to say like, this isn't something that you book every single week. It's, that's not what, otherwise you, you book mentorship, right? And you get into how to really get there for yourself. Maybe once a quarter. So I'll see you back here in a couple months. <laughs> like, Bye. So are you rolling when people say what's next? Are you rolling them into mentorship programs? I offer it to them. And I leave it to them to decide if it's for them or not. Well, of course, but like, is yeah. it happening a lot or a lot of people doing it or what's happening there? Um, I feel like that's where your disconnect is because yeah, that is, that is where my disconnect is. You're loving these mentorships. I mean, you, when you re-listen to this, you're like voice change, you glowed, you're like, blah, 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 blah. But then when I was like, well, people are asking you what's next. Like we know what's next. So where's the disconnect in the sales to get them there? Mm -mm -mm. where's the disconnect in the sales to get them there? I'm just going to flat out. I'm going to be really honest and say, it's not something that I automatically go to. I'll say, Oh, there's mentorship. Yeah. It sounded to me like you're saying, but you could come back next quarter when you could easily be like, yeah. Oh, let's and, do mentorship. And, and I'm again, this is my, like, I have to talk these things out and hear myself say these things for me to actually like bang, get them. Yeah. Um, Cause part of it is, I like really believe in being in integrity and I 
sit there and I think to myself, okay, this person's just had all this energy work and all of this clarity. And like, sometimes there's like buckets of tears and all of these things. And I'm like, oh, by the way, there's mentorship. I know they've asked, but I feel so like, (laughs) it's not really the right time to uh, oh, the sales gremlin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The sales gremlin totally comes in and it's like, girl, you're taking advantage of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right? I know the sales gremlin well. <laughs> so it comes in big time where I'm just like, and I literally like sitting here and talking to you now. I'm like, I realize like I personally talk myself out of it. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I personally talk myself. <laughs> and when like, you think about that, these people need your help. They're coming to mm-hmm. you. They've just had a 90 minute experience and they're like, I want more. Mm-hmm. And you're not even really offering them because you think it's salesy or taking advantage of them yeah. or yeah. like whatever it is. You're not even offering them more when they're, they're wanting it. Yeah. Legit. I'm just like, and <laughs> And whether or not they want to buy it, like that's the, where we get with sales. We're like, it's sleazy. It's bad. It's like, all you have to do is offer it. I, uh, oh, I, you know what is next? I mentorship stepping into one-on-one mentorship. It looks like this. It's this many weeks. It costs this much. It's up to them to decide yes or no. You can yeah. even say, get back to me later. Like, I, I don't love that about the coaching industry. I was trained that way of very much like you have to get the yes on the call or they're never going to, I'm not big into that because I, I like to think it over. I'm an emotional authority. So like, I don't love to pressure people into making a decision same day. Um, But you do have to tell them about it to know it's an option. Yeah. And I, and I've kind of like, I realize now that I've caught, I've copped out in the sense that I, all of my communication that comes out after is like, here's what to expect. And here's what comes next. And here's my offerings. And and I just like throw it out there. Like, like I throw a piece of spaghetti at the wall and it's like, Ooh, is it going to stick? So it's like, it's there. But really, Tara, you've just given them like a huge email. They're not going to run through it. They just want to know where the replay is. Yeah. Or like a follow-up call would be probably perfect for people who ask. Like maybe not for everyone. If someone finishes the session, it's like, great, Tara, have a great day. But like if someone finishes and is like, what more is there to this? You could be like, listen, today was a lot. I'm going to send you a recap email. Let's schedule a follow-up call for next week, a quick 20-minute call to talk about where we could go next with this. Yeah. Um, if that feels good to you just to, I think you could probably offer it right then and there, but if you feel better spacing it out, you could always do that and then follow up with them, offer them yeah. mentorship. Yeah. Yeah. Too, Cause for you, when you're filling your schedule with mentorship, you're not going to be in this feast or famine. You'll have people on retainer and you will. So you're going to feel better supported. They're going to be better supported. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons I don't do human design readings anymore is because I felt like I was just spewing information at people and then sending them off into the world. And it's too much information. They were never able to implement it. So if I would check up and be like, oh, how would people would be like, uh, <laughs> totally. So to- now I do a couple sessions so that yeah. we can see like, okay, how is this showing up? How, what are you noticing? Um, it's a win-win. Yeah. It's a win-win. I mean, a lot to think about here. It is. I know. A- and I, I love working in that capacity of, I'm always asking people during session, okay, yes or no, tune in. And what's amazing is people don't think they know the answers. So, I mean, I offer these vibration, I call them vibrational calibration reports, but basically I go and I assign numbers to all these intangible energy things. 
So if I say to someone, okay, so scale of one to 10, 10 being totally grounded, zero being none, and we're starting and how grounded are you? And they're like three. And then we do an exercise and they're at a six, like they can physically see how they go from one to the other. And I love doing that. When people say to me, I have a money block. Okay. So we start with, is this true for you? Yes. Okay, cool. Then we go and we do some work. Do you still have this money block? And they can answer. I feel like it's so powerful. And I just, I get to leverage this more for myself in, in guiding them to like, do you think working together in the future on mentorship is for you? Yes or no? <laughs> yeah. Even that, like that can be a great <laughs> chance for that. Like, I, I don't yes. know if you saw, I just cleared out on my email list. I cleared house on my email list and I sent an email out to people saying, if you want to stay on, you have to resubscribe. You have to actually hit this button and ag- say that you want to stay on my email list. Yep. And if you don't, you're getting the boot, right? I'm like giving you the choice, check in with your body. I'm not going to be offended. Check in with your body. Do you still want to be here or do you not want to be here anymore? And that's all you're doing with sales. We get so in our head about like, oh, it's sleazy, it's salesy. But it's like, all you're saying is like, if you want more, I have this program and this is the cost. Check in with yourself. I'm not going to pressure you, but check in with yourself. If it's a yes, you let me know. And we'll talk about working together. And if it's yeah. a no, then great. You know where I am if you ever need me. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's sales. Yeah. Yeah. And you can empower them to make the choice. Yes or no. You know what I mean? You don't have to Mm -hmm. like feel weird if they say no, and they might say, no, that's fine. And the people who are ready to work with you, like they're getting that much out of a 90 minute session with you. It's like, well, imagine what we could do together in whatever you work in six weeks, 12 weeks. I don't know what you do, but yeah, six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks. Yeah. So whatever type of container. And then for you, a, you sound like you love them. B, it's going to get you out of feast or famine because you're going to have people on a retainer. You'll kind of know when someone's wrapping up so you can bring more people in. Um, And it's less of that like every week scrambling for appointments on our calendar. And it just is going to give you more space. They're going to get better results (laughs) because you're going to be really like diving into it with them instead of just like hitting the surface. Yeah. How are you feeling about that? I I feel really energized by it. Yay. Yeah, I do. It, and it's because, yo, know, there's a few things that you said when you were like sales grandma. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. And yeah, <laughs> so like, is it. When you, as soon as you said the word, you didn't like the word marketing. I was like, oh, I know where the gremlin is here. <laughs> I was like, ah. and you know, it's funny is because my whole has been in marketing and it's like, uh, I left corporate world as a director of marketing. So it's like the, the fact that I don't like marketing marketing, I say in air quotes in that capacity, it's, it's more so of like, obviously it's, it's much harder to see on ourselves and to talk about ourselves than it is for somebody else. Right. And so I'm actually working with someone right now. That's always like, I need to be on Instagram and I need to be here and I need to be there and I need to be in all the things. And I'm like, Whoa, what even says you need to be there? Like, let's tune in. Where do you need to be most visible? Where can we direct our energy right now? Okay she cannot stand Instagram. I'm like, then don't do it because guess what? Everyone can feel your energy of not liking Instagram when you're on Instagram. Just, just, just don't. But there's this conception that we have, we've taken with us that if you don't, if you're not there, then you're nowhere. And it's mm-hmm. like, not true. Totally. Totally. I see people with that all the time and they're like, Oh, and I hate this. I'm like, but then why are you doing yeah. People ran businesses for years and years before Instagram came along. Yeah. I mean, oh, you 
post two times a day. I'm like, listen, sometimes I post once a week and it's just because I'm guided to that day. And that that's what feels good. It gets a lot of engagement and then bye, I'm off again because I have other things to do and I have other places to put my energy. So um, yeah, just kind of getting over that sales thing and just recognizing the way you phrased it as like, I'm just offering. It really helped me make amends with my own personal issue of like being out of integrity and feeling that I'm being forceful. It's like, yeah, well, you're actually being out of integrity if you have something that could really help these people <laughs> and you're not offering it to them. So true. So true. Touche. Right? Like we think of it like <laughs> we're taking their money. It's like, no, you're not. You're no. offering a service. This is the cost of it. And it's up to them to decide if they want to buy the service. Yep. I mean, there's no, and it's actually like if you didn't offer it to them and you had a way to help them, it's like yep. that, then it's not really yes. an integrity either. No. No. And I, I, I love, I personally love my community. Like I love each and every person that I get to help and be it like, you want to come forward and you have, you want to know business wise, how to, that is actually my favorite is when people come forward and they want mentorship because they want to dive into career or business and make better decisions that way. And just being like, okay, well, here's how I make charts. And this is how I ask myself yes or no questions. Just break it down really simple. We don't need to overcomplicate it. And just watching their faces light up and be like, that yeah. floats my boat. And maybe someday this does become like an online course or may- maybe you make it evergreen. I mean, for projectors, I'm always going to recommend evergreen off, you know, like the more you can yeah. have the thing do itself without having to actively use our energy, the better. But it's like, you don't need to feel that pressure to do that today either. Um, no. And I mean, that's a really, what you just said there, what hit me was like, Hey, Tara, you can have a combo. You know, I just said how I wanted to move my pendulum classes. There are three separate classes and they are time consuming. I'm there on video each and every time and I'm troubleshooting. So I could offer a part that is self-paced, which is the part that I'm trying to get through so that we can get to the fun stuff. And then have them come on and do it. Q&A. Q&A, do it live. Exactly. Or, you know, you want to do it self-paced as X price, but if you want my expertise and you want me to be able to clear your energy and tell you why you can't get this or why this is not working for you, then it's a, it's a totally different price. Or it goes along with your mentorship, right? You make yeah. like, that's where I'm working towards. I want to make an online course that I can sell standalone, but also that can use yeah. with my clients. So each week it drips to them. And then I come on for our session and there are like, so I don't have to send that to each person every single, like now yeah. I've been doing this for a little while. I'm noticing I'm going over the same things. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, I talk about the same three things with you guys on here over and over again. So yeah. it's like, yeah. how can I make those where I can kind of save my breath, give them yeah. the, the recorded version and then show up on the call to answer questions and like get into how it actually applies to them in their specific situation. hundred percent. I'm totally with you. Like that's exactly it. You know, I've taught the course live so many times. I already know all the problems pretty much that people are going to have. I'm going to, I know why you're not getting a no. I know why you're not clearing energy. I know, like, I, I know what's your hangup in being able to really even figure out what the next question is that people ask me all the time. How do you know to ask that? How do you know to ask that? Wait, how do you know to ask that? I'm just like, I don't know, but I can now. That's why you pay me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's like, I don't know. It just comes really easy to me. And I, I can think of six questions. You have one. I can think of six more to ask, but and you're so open. I feel like you're really 
you're really pulling in other people's energy. Like you said that to me over DMs quick when we booked this. And it's like, when you have that much openness in your chart, you're really tuned into other people's energy. So you know what's, and you're a projector. So like, you know what's going on with them and you know what you have to ask. Like that's your superpower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why they're paying you the big bucks. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) So what can you do, I guess, to feel more confident or to start taking steps towards rolling your single sessions into mentorship? Like how can you start to change that narrative for yourself and really offer it? Like, instead of just like tossing it in there at the end of the email, cause you're right. No, one's going to like, I think it's gotta be live while you're on the call with them or in a follow-up call. But like, how can you make sure to let your people know that mentorship is an option? Yeah. Well, as you're saying that I'm like, okay, first and foremost, I'm certainly going to map it out for myself a little better. Uh, like your customer journey. Yeah. Like it's, it, it is really well mapped, but you know, just being able to, let's just call it this to have a, an efficient wrap up. Okay. It will be beneficial to me. So as you're saying that I'm like, okay, Tara, you get to have an official wrap up. So I'm, you know, working through a session and people are asking me questions and I'm going back and forth and whatnot at the end, like, I'll, I might get a download and be like, okay, this is what through, this is what I'm channeling for you. This is the information. And then people are looking at me like doe eyed and going, okay. And I say, do you have any questions? Cause we're nearing the end of it. And they're just like, no. So basically what I'm kind of pulling for myself right now is almost having like two or three scenarios. Okay. No questions. This is what, how you're going to wrap this up. This is where their next step is. Maybe they want to take pendulum basics class. Maybe they're not not ready for mentorship, but they need something, right? So it's almost like, okay, if these three scenarios happen, again, I've done enough sessions that I know how sessions end. It's either no questions, it's have questions or want more answers or want more information. Um, Really just mapping it out for me, like what's a little efficient, I say script lightly, but it's like, what do you have to say, Tara, to get through and get, get them to the next step and just offering it in the call. It's on the replay. And then- Focusing on putting that specific part in the information for them for the next steps, not basically everything you offer under the sun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if someone has no questions, you might be like, okay, well, this was great. Like, if you have any questions, reach out to me kind of thing. If someone has some questions, you can answer them and then be like, why don't we schedule a follow-up? And if someone's like, I want more, like I would sell them the mentorship right then and there offer it. It's like, you know, they might not, again, they might not buy, they might buy, you have no idea. It's not your decision to make or worry about if they can afford it or all of those things that we get in our heads about. It's just like, tell them it exists. The next step is working with me one-on-one for six weeks. That's where I get the best results. That's where I can really go deep with you guys and make a bigger impact. Bam. Mm -hmm. Up to them now from here on out balls in their core. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm excited because I think this is really where you're blocked. Like, and I think you have people who would want to get into the mentorship, but you're not selling it well or at all. they're not aware that it's at all they're probably just like what I I know that I'm gonna say I'm gonna be on my Instagram be like guys I just did this and I go listen and they're gonna listen be like mentor what do you have that what yeah I think to remember is like which I say a lot on here if you've listened is like people are just consuming so much content so even if you feel like you say it a lot right they it's need to true. hear it like a hundred times. Yeah. Like think about your own habits. You know, I even, some people I love and follow, I just sometimes hit like and keep scrolling. I barely even like, 
I'm just, I'm busy. Who knows? Maybe I was in the store on my phone. And like, so you mm-hmm. just have to remember that, like, you keep, keep saying it, just keep saying it. Just yeah. assume no one Break has any clue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are zombies on there. Even I am, I know I am for sure. So, um, you really have to repeat yourself and just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about it. And that's why like, it's important when you're one-on-one with someone and they are asking for more information, like assume they do not know and, and, and let them know that you have this as an option. Cause the more people you get into this, the more supported you're going to feel. And you're going to get out of that kind of hamster wheel of start, stop, start, stop, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Worst place to be in business. I've been there. And when you're doing single sessions, that's why I ask about your offerings. Single sessions are tough because you're always scrambling to get more yeah. on your calendar. Yeah. Um, and they're, like you said, a good way for people to get a sense of your energy to leeway into your bigger programs, but you need to set that kind of drive up for them to make the way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you'll just end up in that s- single session thing forever and ever and ever. Yeah. yeah. Actually for a while, I used to only do one session. Like after one, you had to w- step into a program with me or like, I wouldn't just keep booking sessions with someone. Um, now I don't have it that organized even, but back when I first started, I did. People would be like, can I keep booking sessions? And I was like, no, you either do it. No, <laughs> I don't. And see, I don't like to even offer it like that because it's like, well, the onus is still on you to make the decision. Like you still have free will. You're, you know, you have your own decision-making to do. And so when I find that people book a lot of sessions like that, it's, it's disempowering them, you know? And I always take more effort at that point to be like, like, how can we empower you? Because if you want me to validate maybe a gut feel because you you've gone through that, then that's one thing, but I'm not going to just sit here and I will, first of all, any energy reader or practitioner in that capacity should never tell you what to do. So we'll never come through as what to do. It's, it's always an option and it's reading the energy of today. So you make a decision in 20 minutes, it's all changed around anyway, but it's, it is, it's very, disempowering when that happens. And I've had a lot of, um, I've actually had a lot of great success doing what I call 40 day activations. So I work with people for 40 days. And what I love about them is like, it's all remote. I just send you an email once a week being like, Hey, this is the energy that's coming through. This is what, you know, is the first thing you've got to focus on. And I also recognize that the biggest hang up with that is that when someone is really clear with their intention, then they get a lot of great results. Like I had a business come to me and they said, okay, we want to increase our revenue 10 K a month. We want to hit 30 K. Great. So for 40 days, I could do energy clearing and energy work and really give them guidance on getting them to 30 K. And they were only a few hundred dollars short and we're in the middle of a pandemic and businesses are closed. So it's like, okay, they could get there. But then I had someone else come to me and be like, oh, for 40 days, I just want you to work on my energy. And I just want to understand like why I'm not manifesting. Okay. Well, that is like, at the end of the day, I can't, I I mean, I'm doing the work and I'm sending you things, but again, it's at the end of the 40 days, it's a lot hard to be like, you're not manifesting probably because your intention isn't clear to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And that's either a, something you can help them to be like, Yeah. I, you know, you kind of have to have a specific intention. It's going to work best as we enter into this, or that's where discernment comes in of like, maybe that wasn't the right person for you. You know, maybe that wasn't an aligned relationship and we have a tendency to just, Oh, well I need it. So I'm just going to take any client who comes my way, but it's like, maybe you only want to work with people who are, what'd you say? Ready and willing and (laughs) 
have that intention set and like are ready to dive into a longer commitment with you, Mm -hmm. um, where you can really work towards that goal or that intention. Yep. So, yeah, I know I have learned that very recently. And I mean, it's even like, okay, so do you teach people how to set good intentions, Tara? Like there's, you know, that's where my wheels start turning. It's like, okay, you recognize people are coming to you. Some people don't know how to set a good intention. Mm, maybe you should teach them how to do that first. Yeah. And I think you certainly could do that. Like you certainly could have a session where you get really clear on their intention before stepping into a mentorship. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think you need to turn away anybody who doesn't have, cause they probably have an intention. They just don't know what it is. So sometimes through this, like that's half of what I'm doing as a coach too. Like I'm helping you guys pull out of you what it even is. Like you didn't know where you were stuck before you got on here today, but we, we got to the bottom of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. And same thing could be said for intention, for the intention for them. I'm sure they have something. It's just hard for them to put their like finger on it, which is yep. like your whole clientele. So yeah, which is why I'm here. Clarity coach, right? Let's get yeah. so 100%. Oh, I'm so excited to see where you go with all this. How are you feeling about this whole conversation and all the things? Uh, really good. Really inspired. I'm like, okay, hold on. A couple puzzle pieces, a few dots just connected in here. So it's like, I will say that an old version of me probably could have gotten really overwhelmed by it and been like, Oh my God, there's a lot of work to be done and Holy crap. And Oh, I've got to just like, and I probably would have gone and like scrapped everything on my website and, and knew me is just like, okay, cool. What are the, like, where are we going to start? Simple. Okay, great. We're going to work on the script things and we're going to do that. Like what sessions do you have coming up? How can you implement this? Because obviously it's like, I'm going to test it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to try it. And then I'm going to move on and I'm going to refine it. I'm going to refine it. So, um, for me right now, I'm just like, okay, this feels aligned. This feels really amazing that this is happening on the new, the the full moon, I should say. So it's like, it feels like, wait, there's this breath of fresh air that's coming through. So thank you, Abby. You're welcome. Yeah. Like Scorpio, Scorpio full moon. What are you getting rid of? Like getting rid of that sales gremlin that, has kind of been creeping in and keeping you back from actually offering your mentorship, mm-hmm. which you clearly are excited about. So yeah. time to do the thing. Time to do the thing. Yay. Oh, well, I'm so glad this helped. This was amazing. Um, yeah, it was awesome to talk to you and just kind of get to the bottom of this. And I'm, I'm excited to keep up with you. I, I just started following you. So I'm excited to keep up with you and see all the good things we talked about too. I think I'm going to get an Akashic Records session with Tara, which is going to be so exciting. Yes, I can't wait. That's something that's been coming into my field, um, which I was telling Tara before we hit record is like, it's just something I keep hearing about. Like I never probably heard about it two years ago. And then it just keeps like, so I'm like, okay, there's something to that. The universe is letting me know um, that this is something I need to try. And then you popping on today, it was like divine timing. So we're definitely going to do that. And um, yeah, see, see what comes up for me. Yeah. I'm super excited. I'm like, and to be honest with you, my, most people that met are, I mentor come because they're like, Oh, Akashic records just keep popping up. Akashic records just keep popping up. Um, <laughs> one girl's on second, her second round of mentorship, just because we dove so much deeper. And she was like, I just put Akashic records in Instagram and your name popped up. And then I realized we live really close and I wanted to, you know, support a hometown person and here we are. So yeah, way to follow it. I'm so excited. It's, it's honestly, it's like sky's the limits with the information that you can get in it. So 
it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yay! I can't wait. We'll keep you guys all updated on Instagram probably about how that goes for me and how it unfolds. So if you want to get the scoop on that, um, we were talking about maybe doing a live video too. So stay posted, stay tuned. We'll let you know, um, kind of what comes of all of that, but Tara, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find your business, all of that good stuff. Absolutely. So you can find me at taramccrory.com. That's T-A-R-A-M-C-C-R-O-R-Y.com. And on Instagram, it's Tara underscore McCurry. And we will, of course, include that as the show notes, just like we always do. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today. It was great to meet you. And I know everybody's going to get a lot out of this because this is a common theme with everybody who comes on. So (laughs) yeah, thank you so much. I mean, I, I, all of the episodes that I've listened to, I've been like, oh my God, oh my God. So I'm hoping that people get the same golden nuggets that I do from listening to the other ones. And I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Um, This has been amazing. I feel really inspired and energetic about this all right now. And yeah, I can't wait. You're welcome. And thank you everybody else for listening to another episode of Ask Abby. We will see you next time.